and welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the Franked Investment Income Group litigation and the citation for this case is 2021 UKSC 31. This is going to be a shorter episode this week because the Franked Investment Income Group litigation has actually been looked at before. In fact, the proper citation for the case is 2020 UKSC 47. And if you put that into the search bar over at uklawweekly.com, then you will see that there is already an episode up that you can listen to for background. The other reason that this will be a shorter episode is because the case deals with a form of taxation that simply doesn't exist anymore, advanced corporation tax. This was a tax on the payment of corporate dividends and basically involved the offset of that tax against its liability to later pay the standard corporation tax on earnings and gains. A number of corporations made the argument that this tax was in breach of EU law and therefore seek damages from the UK government. In particular, it was suggested that the tax discriminated against UK companies who had non-UK based subsidiaries and so breached the EU principles of freedom of establishment and the free movement of capital. The claimants were successful in this vein, but the proceedings have generated a huge swathe of litigation and these proceedings are only the latest in this regard. To show you what I mean about the types of technical issues we are dealing with, the first question is about whether HMRC are barred from challenging a finding in principle that the companies are entitled to compound interest for the time value of money during the period when it paid tax prematurely. The Supreme Court found that the government were not barred because there was no estoppel here and the finding in principle was only at a high level of generality. The second question then followed on from this and asked what interest the companies were entitled to if it wasn't compound interest. Again, it was HMRC who was successful on this point as the justices held that only simple interest was owed for a shorter period than the claimants had hoped. The basis for this decision was the prescription under Section 85 of the Finance Act 2019, which was found not to itself be a breach of EU law. The third issue was better news for the claimants, as they succeeded on a point of double taxation relief. The fourth argument was interesting because HMRC argued that they were not enriched by the payment of ACT, because said payment triggered an obligation for the government to give tax credit to the shareholders of those self-same companies. However, this was rejected because the tax credit was not automatically triggered, and secondly, that credit was required by EU law anyway to avoid double taxation, and so cannot now be deducted at this later stage. In a similar vein, the fifth point was also a failed attempt by the revenue to offset their liability in cases where credit had been received by the companies under double taxation agreements. Anyway, as you can tell by this point, the legal principles that are being discussed are pretty technical and don't have a general relevance today. So if you are interested in the finer points of detail, then I would encourage you to go back and listen to that previous episode of the podcast and also to read the full judgment of this case. In the meantime, I'm just going to give a quick shout out to Law Akibe for a lovely five star review of the show on Apple Podcasts. And I will be back with another hopefully fuller episode next week. But for now, bye. Bye.